Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Education podcast, the official podcast for the Charlevoix-Emmett Intermediate School District, featuring voices in education. My name is Mike Haynes, and I'm the Director of Instructional Services at the Charlevoix-Emmett Intermediate School District. Today, it's my pleasure to be talking with Paul Libano, Executive Director for the Michigan Elementary and Middle School Principals Association. Paul has over 40 years' experience in education. He's been a teacher, principal, superintendent, and everything in between. Uh, Paul, thank you for having this conversation with me. Uh, thank you, Mike, for allowing me to join you on this uh, sunny Monday. Yeah. So the Michigan Elementary and Middle School Principal Association, MEMSPA, is one of the professional organizations supporting education and educational leaders in our state. Can you tell me uh, and our listeners a little bit about what MEMSPA does? So we represent approximately 1,300 school principals from across the state, lower and upper peninsula, from Detroit to Sault Ste. Marie, from Niles to Marquette. Our focus is uh, on helping uh, active principals uh, improve their leadership skills so that they really enjoy their, their daily work as instructional leaders. And it is a difficult job today that is more difficult than it seems like it's ever been. Um, can you share some examples of the programs or initiatives that MEMSPA has been taking on in the recent past? Yes, indeed. Uh, MEMSPA provides numerous professional development, professional learning opportunities throughout the year. Our Leadership Matters program is a flagship program professional learning that that continues for about nine months um, on the weekends with our coaches uh, communicating weekly with the attendees. And we generally have 25 in that program per year. And then the Thoughtful Thoughtful Leaders Weekend Program goes for about nine months as well. And over 50 principals and curriculum directors participate uh, in that program. We offer two major, well, two major uh, conferences, including our Summer Leadership Institute, which is a two-day conference each year, and then a three-day, three-and-a-half-day December annual conference with about 550 wow. attendees, and we meet uh, here in Traverse City. Okay. We also provide a legals, legal issues update, a day-long a program. Our digital weekly updates uh, come to our members' mailboxes uh, every Wednesday, and their legislative update report arrives in mailboxes on every Friday, providing information about uh, current pending and sometimes urgent issues that they need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a very important partnership with MAISA includes our work in early math and our flagship Michigan Literacy Leadership Network that includes several ISDs and, and many locals. And our goal with this initiative is to help districts build systems uh, focused on improving students' reading and writing. There's, uh, mm. there's so much more, uh, but I'm afraid we won't have time to, right. to cover all that, uh, that we're doing right now. Well, I do look forward to talking to you more about the Literacy Leadership Network, because I know that uh, that aligns with a lot of the work that we're doing up in our region. Um, I, you know, I hate to use the word unprecedented, but I can't think of a better way to describe the challenges that our educational system is facing today. Staff shortages, school safety, mental health. These are just a few of the issues facing educators. How can MEMSPA help? So MEMSPA has provided uh, over the recent past um, services, both mentoring early career folks and coaching for, for those that have been in the profession for some time. Mentoring for those new to the profession uh, is really, really important because we want them to get through their fifth year so that they can continue uh, mm. in a leadership position. 
and then coaching for those challenging, facing challenges like anytime during their leadership journey. Uh, it could be, you know, needing support, dealing with parent issues or, mm-hmm. or uh, community issues uh, that they just need some guidance and support. As it relates to student and staff wellness, uh, MEMSPA is in partnership with Blue Cross Blue Shield and supports over 100 schools with our Step Up for Wellness program, offering resources and coaching focused on mental health, physical activity, and nutrition, both for students and for staff. And then in addition, MEMSPA played uh, an important role in developing and launching uh, Michigan's OK to Say program several years ago that allows students to report bullying, weapons, threats of suicide, and other potential violence uh, to the Michigan State Police through a secure line. And, and this system mm-hmm. has thwarted thousands of violent acts over the over the past several years. And we're really proud of, of uh, the fact that that's continuing and continues to be an asset that many local districts, students, uh, particularly students and, and parents uh, have utilized. Absolutely, and, and more important than ever. So you mentioned earlier mentoring and coaching for early career principals, and you mentioned that you stick with them for five years or work with them five years. Why, why five years? Well, as it turns out, uh, lion's share uh, of principals that leave don't make it through their fifth year. Okay. So if we can provide uh, mentoring, in, in that case, by year four coaching to help them feel comfortable in their leadership position, they're likely to go on to have a successful 30 or 35 year career. So what, what percentage of, of principals in the state typically work with you uh, in, so in that area? The, the number continues to grow. We have 30 trained uh, mentors okay. and, and about 18 or 20 of them are assigned to one or two principals that they work with. Uh, funding has been a challenge uh, mm-hmm. because we need to pay the mentors to work, work with um, the mentees and we have, uh, we require that they have a minimum of three full day on site visits and then weekly conversations and supports. And we've developed protocols. Our, our mentors and coaches are, are highly skilled. They go through um, many, many days of, of training and then a, a one year, one year um, uh, essentially training program uh, before they can actually join our cadre of, of mentors and coaches. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to another topic, uh, artificial intelligence, because I know that's, that's sort of becoming something that's uh, on our radar. What are your thoughts on artificial intelligence and how it might affect the role of the principal or schools and what MEMSPA might be able to do to, to help? So as it relates to uh, AI, um, we believe uh, it's here to stay mm-hmm. and it can be a valuable tool for educators. Uh, much like we were uh, fearful of the internet, uh, it's here and mm-hmm. everyone uses it. Um, the, the challenge is, much like the internet, it can be used for AI, can be used for nefarious endeavors or for good. Right. And so our education profession needs to quickly, very, very quickly, learn how to train students and staff, how to effectively use AI ethically and, and with a, a learner focus. Mm-hmm. Again, we must act quickly as other world powers are in this race with us. Uh, and and I have a slightly different perspective because I have children in, in the military and, and have worked in different parts of the world myself and see that 
there is a great deal of competition, not just in this space, but particularly right now in this space. And we need to be leaders uh, as we focus on what AI becomes for education. Sure. So has MEMSPA done anything specifically around this or are you thinking about it or planning to do so? We're working with Michigan Virtual, uh, Jamie and his team, and we're bringing professional learning opportunities to our uh, members uh, led by Ken Durkin, who works with hmm. Michigan Virtual, who has become the resident expert in, in AI. Okay. So, you know, as you do that, um, you know, and you lead MEMSPA, it's a huge job. What, what drives you? What do you do to stay energized and challenged as you deal with these new challenges that are cropping up uh, for the folks that you're supporting? So I've been in this work now, as you mentioned earlier, for over 40 years. I served uh, as a classroom teacher for a decade and, and uh, as a principal for about a decade and a superintendent for just under a decade, nine and a half years. Mm before retiring at after 32 years in 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 k-12 to take the current position because i wanted to work with legislators and decision makers including the department of education uh to help influence the decisions that that they were making that impacted the classroom often legislation and policy impacting uh the classroom is, is misdirected uh, misguided and so that drove me to the to the job, um, but I love I love supporting our school principals. They're amazing people. They're dedicated. They're hardworking, and they desire the very very best for the students and and, and the families they serve. So I'm energized every day by hearing uh, and reading the stories of principals' innovation, mm -hmm. their success, even some of their challenges and the and the way they've solved problems. And then, as I said, I, I do work, love working with legislators. Um, uh, because they too, uh, they too have have the right heart and, and want for the best, but we need to help guide them uh, so that legislation that they pass it becomes a positive for for education for our students and, and not the reverse. So not a day goes by that someone doesn't call me for a word of advice uh, or encouragement, and. I want to be that lifeline sure. for as many as I can. I've, I've talked to many principals off the ledge <laughs> who were, were going to quit after five or six years or even after 25 years. Wow. Uh, they just needed encouragement and guidance uh, and just a helping lifeline uh, to stay the course and then complete a 30-year, 35-year successful career. So when you're when you're in that situation and talking someone off a ledge or just giving them advice to continue working hard on behalf of kids, what what is is there some is there a is there generally a, some form of advice that you generally give everyone you're talking to, or is there something that you ask most of the folks that you work with to think about as they get off that ledge uh, and and focus their work? Yeah, yes, I ask them to reflect on on how they're using their time. At who they're speaking to, who they're seeking guidance and, and advice from, and then working fast and furious toward getting balance in their life. Often uh, I hear from principals that, you know, they're working 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. uh, their wives or, or husbands or spouse or significant other are unhappy with them because they're working all the time. Uh, they get disenfranchised uh, with their own children. And, and we have to get balance in our lives. The job is important, but family is even more important. And so I ask them to reflect 
uh, and then refocus their efforts and then think about long-term their, their long-term goals in their career uh, and uh, in their future years. And that often helps uh, bring them back to, to really uh, thinking about what they want for their future. And then also gratitude, thinking about how they can be thankful for their, their current job. Uh, And we often uh, change the narrative and make the work negative. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, it's a privilege and a joy to do this work. And we have to focus on that, be thankful uh, and express that. You know, that's great advice. Um, and then, you know, just again, you're, you, the point you're making, I think, is similar to that uh, put on your oxygen mask first uh, thing that we hear every time we get on an airplane, right? Take care of yourself so that you can take care of other people. Um, and that I'm sure that you're seeing what we're seeing here and that the principals are, are, are handling all sorts of challenges and situations that many of us wouldn't have thought of years ago. So having somebody they can reach out to, such as yourself and your team, is a great opportunity. Is there anything else, uh, Paul, that you'd like to add? Well, finally, um, I think that Michigan needs strong, courageous leaders now more than ever, as you as you just suggested. The landscape has changed dramatically over the last 10 years. Pandemic, post-pandemic, pressures to improve student test scores, uh, mitigating the culture war challenges, and then supporting teachers and the students and families we all serve. It's really important, but a big job. It's a pretty challenging job. So my hope is that with MEMSPA's support, our team's support, uh, and and our board's support, our leaders can be about peacemaking, about bringing people together to listen to each other, to find common ground, to find viable solutions uh, to the problems that we face. Uh, and that's my hope, and I believe that we're at a turning point, and I see more of that happening. So I'm very encouraged. It's good to hear. Um, you know, being as you as you surfaced a few times in this conversation, being a principal is difficult. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I thank you on behalf of all the principals I work with for the work that you're doing to support them, as well as all educators in Michigan. So I thank you for taking the time to talk with me about MEMSPA and what you're doing to to make sure that we have strong leaders in the field. Thank you, Mike. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Leaders in Education podcast. Please check out our archive for past episodes. And remember, the great thing about learning is that you never have to stop.